Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Here's what I know. Some of you feel like you are below a pile of failure right now. We're going to talk about failure. We believe in talking about hard topics and hitting them head on. Now we hit them head on with a business owner today who has plenty of failures to share about one particular that he actually made a mistake that could have hurt a baby's life. And as a father was mortified in that mistake, that mistake has actually led them to greater amounts of success, a business owner, an entrepreneur, and now he trains other leaders, business owners as a coach, a communicator, and an author loved this conversation. But before we get to that, I want to remind you that you need people. I know you say, of course I do. But as a human, let alone a leader, you need people. You need to have people that you can talk with, that you can grow in yourself, your own leadership as a mom, as a dad, as a friend. And community is this beautiful mirror that God gave us to be able to mirror things back to us, how we impact other people for good or for ill, how we communicate and how we talk to people, the areas we're struggling in. And one of those things where we recognize that we weren't doing a great job at Stay Forth at putting people in community with more than just a coach. Now, we are a coaching organization. Primarily, we work with leaders one-on-one in coaching. We've done that in the past, but we have begun to push into 2023 cohorts. This is the year of the cohort. What does that mean? That means that we are going to be putting together groups of people And they're going to be learning together, growing together, uh, finding and sharing common language and learning these 10 skills. Now, we have learned there are 10 skills every effective leader must have. Now, if we don't have them, we're unfortunately going to have to go back and learn them later on uh, and then wish we would have learned them sooner. So what we want to do is we want to put you in community with people you will know and get to love in the process. We want you to understand yourself better, grow in self-awareness, but primarily we want to reveal 10 skills it takes to be an effective leader, no matter what area of leadership you're in, and give you space to practice those and discuss those among community. Guys, our effective leaders cohort is going so well right now. We've got leaders in there literally from across the world. Somebody comes in from Kenya, most from the United States, and it has been great. Folks are really starting to know each other in there. We've got leaders from the church space, from the business space, from the nonprofit space who break up and having breakout groups. We are going to launch another one of those this spring. If you missed it, if you saw the emails, that's okay. If you're just hearing about it now, that's okay. But we want to invite you to think about what that would look like. We believe in one-on-one coaching, but we know it's expensive. It's time-consuming. This looks like two hours a week for 10 straight weeks. So that's 20 hours investing in your leadership. And here's the question. What if 20 hours could make all the difference? That's a half a work week overall. But what if 20 hours can make the difference in your decision-making, in your self-awareness, in your knowing how you come across to your team? We believe not only that it can, but it is to this cohort. So we are going to be announcing our next cohort here very soon. Friends, we believe you don't just need one person. You need a community around you who knows you, who loves you, who wants you to grow in the meantime. And this is like a base camp of people who are all climbing mountains together at different paces and different places. But it is a beautiful community. The Effective Leaders Cohort coming again soon. We'll tell you more about that. But now on to a conversation about something that I hate and I've learned to love, failure. Talking to Matt Schaup, business owner, leader, equipper, author, 
and coach of other business owners, entrepreneurs, and leaders. We are going to talk about failure. This applies to anybody. I promise if you've been a human, you've failed before. I'm going to call these lowercase f failures. You are not a failure if you have failures. In fact, we can metabolize those, learn from those, and those can become some of your greatest moments. My interview with Matt Schaup talking about his book, The Painted Baby. Matt Schaup, welcome back to the podcast, my man. Thanks for having me. It's good to see you again, man. You indeed. Hey, we've been talking uh, a lot about failure. We've been talking a lot about change, a lot about adaptation. It has been no joke uh, of a season for leaders and businesses have weathered a lot in this. And so in this episode, we're really going to dive into um, this word failure. And it's not what people think. And so much of your own story comes out of this, your current message, Painted Baby, you just wrote a book. Um, tell us just briefly, what's that story? that launched you into this book writing process. Yeah, thank you. Every every business has what they would call a bad day at the office. And in the painting business, I've experienced many. You paint the wrong color on a house. I've painted the wrong house. Um, you, we actually had a paint sprayer, and I did. <laughs> That's awesome. On a, job, on a job site, painting a house, woman standing out there holding her baby, Painter's getting ready to spray a door black. The paint gun jams. Boom, paint explodes all over this baby. Uh, that's a really bad day at the office. We have a mechanical failure, almost kill a baby, makes a huge mess. And you're faced with something at that point, right? So is any business leader in leadership is you either run and hide and you push or shift accountability or you lean into it and you take care of it. And that's where you really show what you're made of. That's where if you have on your mission poster, right, that you have integrity and you do the right thing, that's where you have integrity and do the right thing. It, that was never tested when everything was going well. And um, failure, right, missing the mark, not arriving to where you thought you would arrive or delivering on the expectation that you set, that's, that's failure. And it happens. We're humans. So everybody needs to stop posturing and painting a picture of perfection. Um, as much as we're encouraged to do that by the world, that that's not how we actually engage in leadership as humans. So you take that story and the, uh -huh. to the opposite of hiding it and pushing it out, it literally becomes uh, a book, but just how did yeah. you utilize that story within to create a new narrative? So I hit it at first because you don't share that. Like we we don't share that. You have to put your best foot forward, right? Your shiny marketing brochure. That's what I thought. That was where I was wrong. And I was at a sales engagement uh, about to close the biggest deal ever of my life. And uh, this gentleman is pushing back. He's not signing the contract. And I go, what, you know, what other great review can I give you? Or, you know, A plus. He goes, I want to know about a time you screwed up. So I told him, hey, wrong color, wrong house. He's like, you got something better. All right, painted baby. So I share the story. And at that point, I, there was a different kind of connection that we had. There was a different kind of mat and M&D painting showing up, the different kind of story uh, that totally captivated him, had his attention, had him hooked, had him inspired to action. And at the end of it, he said, that's the kind of guy I want to do business with. And I was never really able to see that until you showed me that side of you and your company. So I leave that engagement. I'm like, huh, what, what just happened here? I was called out to consider how I was telling stories. And then I committed to change. It's three C's of changing your story. 
And then, you know, I had to go back and capture craft and then communicate like what that story was, but it's become a pillar. It's become a, a core value of our company, painted baby, pour into people. You know, we have these different lessons and stories that mean something to us within our business. And, um, yeah, just totally 180 on what I share with people about myself personally and my company. And I know you do a lot of equipping for lead, uh, you know other leaders, business owners, entrepreneurs in that. So let's dive in on that failure piece. Somebody who has just entered or is entering a new space, particularly in business, what should they expect when it comes to failure? That you're going to fail? <laughs> like you're, like you're, you're going to fail. Yeah, it's normal. You're you're going to, you know, you're going to miss the mark, right? It's like sin in the Bible. You're not bad. You missed the mark and you're forgiven. There's a lesson there. You just, you, you see how far off the mark, why am I off the mark? How do I regroup? And that's, that's totally okay. I heard a great quote the other day. Um, don't remember who it's from, but he said, I believe it was a, he, a successful person, business leader is, is sitting on top of a mountain of their failures and a, a losing defeated person is just laying underneath it. So it's really all about that perspective. So many people, they beat themselves up. They take it personally. They think their failure defines who they are as a person. Um, and then even one more level as men, right. And think of everything that, you know, men have to go through and what we're faced with. So yeah, don't let it define you. And, um, and, and don't believe when you see the Instagram reel or the, the shiny marketing brochure from these other successful entrepreneurs, like they didn't have that happen. Cause, cause when you ask them, they, they will tell you. Okay. So when one of those bad yep. days at the office happens, God forbid, I hope to never paint a baby. What is the appropriate way to deal with that lowercase F failure? Yeah. Is, um, I, and I, and I outline this in the book a little bit is the first thing you have to do is you have to understand the severity of it. Right. So, painted baby, there's an immediate triage. Like I wasn't having this aha moment thinking about a book. I'm like, yeah, ain't the wrong color. There's a human uh, life. Like how's, how's baby? Like, like yeah. understand the severity of the situation. Make sure everybody's okay. Take 100% ownership, accountability, responsibility, own up to who you need to own up to, right? Bring in your team, bring in the people affected from there. You need to say, okay, here's what we're going to do to solve this problem get buy-in and agreement from the other people that are that are part of that issue and then execute, right? So you drop the ball. I say, pick up a, pick the ball up, hit a home run, hit a grand slam with it. Uh, make sure everybody's okay throughout that process. And then after that, that's when you debrief. You say, hey, why did this happen? Uh, how, how will this never happen again? And then again, always check back in on, on the people that it affects. And I mean, it's literally, it's just, it's a step, it's a step-by-step. -step. And I think, um, when you can have that that structure, right? It's like pulling up on the scene of an accident. What do you do? Make sure the scene's safe. Make sure you're safe. You know, create a bear. It's the same same kind of idea. But I think we get. Um, I would for a long time get emotionally hijacked. Oh my gosh, I came out in the wrong house. Like this guy, and then you just lose all sense of logical structure and approach to dealing with something. And I like that idea. It's going to happen. So then when it does, you say, this is the moment we talked about. This is the moment we prepared for mm -hmm. versus mm -hmm. I never thought I'd be here. We co-own a place in the mountains and we've gotten a couple of nasty reviews uh, on that. Some yeah. of them fair, some of them unfair, all of them helpful because it either yes. tells me about people, about us, about what we didn't do, expectations somewhere there. Talk yeah. about failure as market research. How can that actually teach and equip us? 
Yeah. And I read about the the dreaded, you know, so many people don't want to put that part of their story out there. Oh my gosh, I'm going to get a negative review. That's your best thing. This is the best thing that you can have on your Airbnb. That review says a lot about the person writing it. And, and there's either two ways it goes. They're full of crap and that's not what really happened. Or you really dropped the ball. But how you respond is so important because if it's point one, actually, ma'am, that's not what happened. You you actually came in there and you trashed the place and had a party. So sorry, sorry, we didn't let you party. Uh, but hey, if you have any more communication, I'm totally open. Thanks for your review. Thanks for your business, right? You thank them. Or yeah, you know what? The, the heat the heat wasn't on. We we had an issue. It was super cold when you got in there. And I'm really sorry. I can only imagine. Eric, take accountability. Um, and I hope everybody was okay. And I hope that you appreciated that we refunded half of your money, right? Because these people are upset. They they focus so much on the problem. They tend to forget maybe what you did to solve it. Um, and it's totally fair, justifiable for you to respond that way. Um, or you're like, you know, I thinking about it, we didn't do enough to take care of you. So let me, I'm going to send you an Airbnb credit or, you know, paint a bedroom for free, whatever, whatever Love it is. It. And often those are the stories, the greatest failure there usually gives the greatest customer service opportunity where they go, you know, grace. It's amazing how much grace people have when you respond appropriately and how little grace people will have when yeah. you respond, um, yeah. you know, inappropriately and right. Get, get all stirred up in that. So that I hear a lot about that. Those, those kind of changes. What do you got around that? Uh, you know, I'm just laughing because I, I I wrote about this in the book and I said, listen, the the review, there's a there's a chapter feedback matters, but not all of it matters. And have you you've done this, right? Like you just leave the sandwich shop and this there's a hair in your sandwich and you get on Google and you're slamming the keys. You're having this emotional reaction and overreaction, right? It's not logical. You're just pissed. And then you take a minute and you go back. You're like, man, you know, my response would have been totally different. It was thought out. Uh, it included perspectives. So you have to think about the difference between a reaction and a response. Um, also remember that review, that feedback that says a lot about the person giving it and where they're, they're at. Um, and then the, the way you respond says so much about you. And I'm, and I'm laughing a little bit here because there was it's a business who's no longer in business and it was a limousine rental company. And uh, I would just say he had a questionable reputation in the community, but you go to his Google page and there would be people legitimately complaining about, about something. And it was more complaints than not. It was more, it was a, he had a 2.4 star overall. And the way he would respond, I mean, it was, it was, some of it was comical, like some stuff I probably shouldn't have laughed at. Some was just downright mean. I mean, he was hitting these people back. It wasn't like, yeah, I screwed up. They're like, Hey, you suck. Your limo sucks. And he goes, yeah. Well, you're a bobbity bob, and it was mm -hmm. it was um, it was entertaining for different reasons, but it, that just go to show a lot about who he was, and he's not around anymore. Yeah, and you weren't the one that was his potential customer. You were just somebody looking, watching, and laughing a little bit uh, around that. And so it would only make yeah. sense that if you don't take care of those people, then they're not going to take care of you. Word bad word uh, spreads way faster than good word in this space. There's so much we could talk about here, Matt. But I want to zero in on this. There are some people below the yeah. pile right now. There are some yeah. people who expected a great start to the year and they ain't getting it. There are some people who feel like they've really never recovered from the last three years. Uh, mm -hmm. Doubting themselves. Um, mindset is just in the gutter right now. Don't think they can do it. What do you tell that person? Stop. 
knock it off. You owe yourself and your family and the people that, that you're here on this earth to support and encourage and lead and inspire and drive forward. You're, you're supposed to be part of somebody's story. And you're going to sit here under this pile of failure when you have all of these people and resources and, and who knows how much information at the click of a button. Stop. Like, knock it off. I, I love you. I love, I love these people. Get out from under the pile. Put on your big boy and your big girl pants and see why those people with the same pile that you have are on top of it. And, and you and you owe more to yourself and just just knock it off. Like and I and I say that with like so much love and care and kindness. And while you're under that pile, there's a reason you're there. There is a there is a reason you are you're letting certain things come into your mind from from what other people are saying about your failures. Um, but also you have your own self-talk. So you need to be really careful about what kind of feedback you're taking in and considering. And, um, you know, don't take financial advice from your broke uncle. I see a lot of that. I see a lot of people that are down, they're out, they're defeated. Who are the five people you spend the most time with? That will give you a really good clue and key. So good, Matt. Yeah. Congrats oh, yeah. on another book. No, that that's great. That's great. Um, Congrats on another book. Many people are learning from this right now. And I'm so glad you had that conversation and that person pulled it out of you. They wouldn't take uh, a semi-bad story uh, as their final answer. I'm so glad that you shared. Uh, Where can people find The Painted Baby? Yeah, January 31st, it'll be out on Amazon. So it'll just be right out there. Go go search Matt Schaup, Painted Baby book, or just go to my author page. It'll it'll be out there. Awesome. Matt, keep up the good work, man. Great to talk to you. Thanks, brother. Yeah.